0: Bye, what up, me this is your boy Amagos. Yeah, Welcome to a brand new Comic Saves podcast. Today, we got a comic book entrepreneur here that is creating products to protect our gems, our treasures. This man is serving us. He's like one of those uh, weapons makers and whatnot, building the armor to protect our books for our lifetime. He's an amazing entrepreneur, and introduced the man behind Crafty Comics, Mister Dan Moya. where how you doing?
1: <laughs> thanks for having me. I definitely need more you more in my life as as my hype man and intro man because now I just got this feeling like I'm the, in the Mandalorians in the forge, <laughs> like not working away. But thanks for, so much for having me today.
0: Well, nah, nah, brother, you got it, man, you, you do have a forge here. You know, the forge of uh, protecting our books and whatnot. You definitely are. Awesome. So so i was perusing the, the shop that you got on uh Instagram folks don't wait. I'm gonna share that with you guys and Facebook that so way you can see what I mean in a bit. But before we get into you know this whole whole line of him being, you know wanting to protect his books, you know, was it a selfish dream only for himself or what inspired him to share? Let's find out. Dan tell us a bit about yourself, where are you from,
1: OG. Yeah, so you know, like a lot of us, uh twenty twenty when COVID hit got quarantined and stuck at home, right? And personally, during that time, I spent a lot more time collecting comic books and and reading. I'm a a reader first, but I love the artwork too. Uh, And I went to my wife and I said, hey, I really wanna display some of these special books to me throughout the house. Uh, But when I showed her the frames that I had, they were kind of those cheap black plastic frames, right. That you can can get from, you know, a ton of places. And she said, "Mm, yeah, those aren't going up on the wall. I'm sorry. And so I said, okay, well, (laughs) how can I win this argument in in a productive way? Right. Uh, And I ended up going to my friend and and boss at my main company where again, we were shut down at the time, uh, Jen. And I said, Hey, you, you know, you've got this laser and, and you're really creative and, Here's my problem and, and here's kind of what I would need, and here's what what's important about the comic book and, and depth and you know UV protection and acid free and you know wait, what can you do. Do you really say uh, here's my problem? My wife won't let me have my comics on the wall. Pretty much, to help yeah, me. right. <laughs> I, mean, I can't be the only one having this problem. And and in all the Facebook groups that I'm a part of, like I see I'm not the only one with the problem. Yeah, only with there. the scientist and laser engineer over here. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know, <laughs> okay. Look, my wife gave me one spot of my closet where i'm able to like tuck everything away and and kind of that's where that's the position i was in right because it was either well i get a small corner and i can do it with the stuff i've got or uh, i can try to do something a little bit better and so jen made up the first prototype of i have some of our our frames behind me here Mm -hmm. uh i'm I'm at home like i told you because because i'm sick today but as you can see you know it's not just my my company but i'm a i'm a personal collector too uh, and really, we just started during that COVID quarantine with a one frame idea and a post to Instagram. Uh, and from there, people were interested in how they could get it. And they had different ideas. Yeah. They they wanted different options for the backings and border colors. And slowly over time, they wanted different, you know, sizes for Golden Age books, uh, all the way up to our largest one is the 11 by 17 for art okay. prints you see here. Uh, and the treasuries, like we spoke about, you know, off off camera, right? Or maybe those connecting, those those wraparound covers. Okay. Ooh,
0: you have time for that too. Yeah. I mean, oh. Let us see that closer. Here. So this
1: is this is a family portrait that I had done at uh at San Diego Comic Con. Um, oh, nice. And yeah, again, it's yeah. it's really difficult to display some of these things, right? And they end up just sitting in boxes, and you know, we don't get to appreciate them. Uh, But now, you know, it's really easy uh, to celebrate the things that we collect, right? And I think that was the other focus for us was, and in talking to people was realizing that, man, people really do have such unique collections and stories behind it. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love, you know, social media and getting to connect with collectors in that way is because I I, I always joke, I get to live vicariously through some (laughs) of the stuff that they have got. Um, but, you know, the company grew organically and we grew from a nice. small laser, you know, about this big to now one that's 10 feet and we feed giant sheets Whoa. of, of museum quality acrylic. Uh, and naturally, like hand stained, hand sanded wood that we all do in our in our Perfect. facility.
0: Were uh, you prepared for this when 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 you saw the rise in popularity? Were you prepared to to engage and grind down like that? At, you know, what type of homework was it? A learning curve we, at all? To, or to, to what be happened?
1: honest, no. This wasn't again. This wasn't the vision for it, right? We kind of <laughs> it was just a guy who had a problem at home, and then like, <laughs> people had the same problem. And I'm I'm not gonna lie, there were definitely stressful times. Um, when, you know, when we first launched when a bunch of people wanted them and we kind of started investing these time into it. And for the first month, you know, we didn't get much traction at all, but then it was one and then it was two and then it was, you know, returning customers. And, and now we have such great, amazing collectors that have come back to us six, seven, eight times. Oh, and dude. We've helped them build really amazing walls. I've gotten the chance to just connect with some of my favorite artists, from scotty young who he has all of our frames in, in his office to oh, where? his own work uh to pack Lee, and even peach all the way over in japan we sent her some frames uh and she said how much you know her her, her father enjoyed them so it was always nice getting to talk to these Ooh. people that are such big personalities but at, at the end of the day they, they're real people too uh and a lot of the times on instagram i like talking to them things about things that aren't comic books like uh like Ryan Otley, I I got a chance mm-hmm. to meet him at LA Comic Con, and and on Instagram I started talking to him about metal detecting, and that's a hobby that I do with my son out here, and he's yes, in, sir. you know, he's out in the Midwest and maybe get into it too. So
0: oh,
1: it's well, such a unique community. But so wait, cultures. I gotta ask it. So
0: why did Ryan find some treasure since you got him into it? You know, does he owe you anything? You know, oh yeah, there's, there's definitely a, a side you with that. Yeah, we negotiate <laughs> that out, but. <laughs> That's awesome, folks! I want to show you right now. Start showing what he's talking about when he means amazing walls. I mean, l- look at some of this
1: stuff over here, folks. Start taking a look. I mean, yes, yeah, so that's, right? that's my office wall right there. Yeah, oh man, look at these grails! Like again, when I tell you living vicariously through other people, like man, these Dude. are books I'm, I'm never gonna own. Um, <laughs> UV display. Never say never. Graphic yeah.
0: comics is going to the top,
1: baby. Don't <laughs> you worry. That's true, man. That'll definitely be a a bucket list thing I can check off. But yeah, look, for people who collect graded comics, too, it's the same problem. You've got amazing stuff, but it ends up sitting in a box and and it's hard to appreciate it. But now, again, we focus on really top quality materials, shatter resistant acrylic. Uh, I did a video uh, where I actually run over one of our slabs with my car and show you how it was in it. It it was uh, an, an older Incredible Hulk book. Uh, and I and I backed okay. over that one compared to one of the graded slabs, yeah. uh, which obviously busted open. But you know, obviously, don't run over your comic books with your cars. But, but he, no, yeah, we're not promoting that. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know, if it can survive that, it's definitely surviving mail oh. or dropping it or anything like that. So yeah, so how do I place the the book in the product?
0: Yeah, great question. Well, it looks so like I'll it has a plexiglass. I've got on, a couple right? of
1: them behind me here. Let me show you. So this is. Uh, you know, a Kevin Eastman sketch. This is one of my favorite slabs that I've gotten to see how I can position it without the, the glare here. Okay. Yeah. But, and you'll see it's got twin oh, wow. engraved mounting holes. So these frames can be hung either vertically or horizontally, depending on yeah. the orientation of the slab. Uh, you can see it's a oh. one inch recessed depth that you have there. Uh, And it's a layered design. So it's simply posts and screws. So all you do is you remove uh, the face of this, insert the slab, put it back, screw everything into the corners. And then, again, most important, I'm in Southern California, so all these things have to be earthquake-proof, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, No hardware that can fail, no single mounts, you know, where things can be uneven. We provide a hanging template, so it's really easy to create the straight lines and things, and it's really easy then to take your slabs, place them up on the wall. If I can find it up there now, there we go, and and we're good. So I've got my other my my first appearance of Miles Morales, who's, who my son is is named after. Uh, this is another one of my favorites, and I took this idea from Ooh, a nice. Who bought one of our frames? They had got the frames because they took blank comic books into the delivery room and had their child's very first handprints Uh, done on the blank. And I thought that was such uh, an amazing idea that I do it with my son. We can track the growth of how big his hand gets over time and things. And uh, so it's been been nice to be able to... Is that the same one inch in depth, depth, that that frame? Yeah, so that's that's our uh, flex frame. And let me take another version of that down here. There's a lot of different combinations and designs, oh, cool. right? So this oh, is uh, cool. one of my son's original original uh, art pieces here. But this is an example of our light wood backing and a blue border. But overall, there are 20-plus design combinations.
0: Oh, um, well, so I could choose any border I want in
1: the background. Oh, nice. And wood, with the right. wood plastic.
0: Well, what what we got? What are my, like, backing options? That's right. Cool. So the but backing options, really got light wood, like
1: I just showed you. You also have a stained wood, Something like this, okay? Ooh. The stained wood is, yeah, it's personally my Ooh. favorite. Oh, look,
0: yo, those are my colors right there. Hell,
1: yeah. I'm in love.
0: That there book you go.
1: Too. <laughs> Yellow makes everything pop, I'm telling you. So you got that, and then uh, I don't have one behind me, but we do have an all-acrylic backing, okay. too, for people who are looking for those minimal looks. Um, and then for people who are looking for the tabletop display options, we've got our are slabs right here. Oh,
0: nice. Say word. Okay. Does the comic remain in its plastic or however I want? That's right. So, so
1: the most important part and and look at the transparency, like the view that you get into that book, right? This is not a view. It it looks like it's going to slip out, right? Like, but yeah. it's not. It's just so transparent. You can see the tamper-proof seals that I've I've added to this oh, one. cool. All right. And now let me show you our, our, our newest kind of fun feature is our Crafty Curator, which is a small now tag that sits in this slab. Yeah. Think of it as our version of a, of a digital label experience. But watch what happens when I take my phone and I just hold it up to the corner right here. You see it brings open this. Yes link and check it out here's now the jsa certificate of authenticity that shows you this was signed by stan lee and oh, jack kirby. Wow. actually interior and close-up shots of the book that show you that jack kirby signature on the inside oh that is so cool there's every detail of the book close-up shots all the way through to like this goofy photo of me when i first bought it <laughs> Proof of ownership as well. And all it is is this, this very wow. small sticker that sits on the inside of the slab. It's completely encased in acrylic, so it's not making any contact with the book, uh, but it's easily programmable and either lockable, so no one can ever change it ever again, yeah. or I can rewrite it over and over again if I want to swap oh, out a cool. different book. Really, we wanted to give people flexibility, too. And that's what I learned from this experience in growing this company and listening to collectors, right? And I think I was just telling someone on Instagram earlier today, I said, hey, if you ever have ideas or there's something that you want to see, just just let us know, right? Because there's really no wrong way to preserve the story of your collection. Uh, Here's another favorite one that I got from Mike Mayhew. Uh that I got signed at one of the cons where I met him. And again, the same idea, right? Like, what if I want to preserve or t- express p- the potential oh. value of oh. this book? Now, when I scan the uh the curator and back, it brings me to a dynamic link that shows the eBay sold listings uh for this book. Okay. Uh, but again, like a lot of people when they're focusing on slabbing books uh and and things like that, right? You're you're focused on trying to express to someone the the value of that book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, here it is. Sorry. Internet's a little slow out here, but
0: no worries. Um, oh okay, cool. All
1: right, And so that's always gonna update. And it's not like, you know, I had to change anything. It's a, you, you program it yourself within within thirty seconds right at home after you self slab your own collection.
0: Oh, this is amazing! I'm digging the product, kiddo. Shit, I got some slabs. I I, I need to get then for my babies in there.
1: It's yeah, I'll, I'll hook you up, Al. After this,
0: look at this. Look at that, Spidey. See the video here. Do you hear any audio? No, do Maximize
1: you the value of my work. Well, you could send Ooh, your work yeah. off to one of the grading companies, but then you're. That's right. Here's idea. some of my favorite sketches that I've got. That the color the fair market value, the turnaround time. Instead of trusting Very someone nice. else to add the value to your work, right. if you worked with us to create your own value, hey. the thing by that is through our flex frames and our X Labs and our new crafty curators, you can create unique digital experiences Ooh. and tie them to physical collectibles. So maybe for one tier, you want to offer your fans a COA that's digitally linked that book forever. And maybe a better version. Of that. Kind of what we we're just I talking about. video yeah. And I see
0: what you mean, though. I see the. I see the best
1: it. Best yet, could be a personal shout out to a special collector. So the idea is, instead of being a one-off event with one of the other companies, you can become self-sufficient. So here, at Crafty Comics, we invite you all to be part of something more creative.
0: I'm thinking. that's But every label is, is is in fact
1: different, though, right? Every uh, slab comes with its own label, correct? That's right. So that's our, our again, our, our called our Crafty Curator. Um, and it's something that you can implement into any frame or slab. Okay. You program it using your phone, using a free app, and you can do oh, it in any Free number. app? Look at this guy. Yeah. Okay. Frame with F word. <laughs> but, uh, you know, again, so what I was talking about there too, and now and I think it's like, and when I'm looking at modern collecting, everyone really forgets that a lot of things that are now, you know, very commonplace have only existed over the last 20 years or so, you know, Mm -hmm. and and I grew up prior to grading companies, uh, when really it was like, just about owning the book and having it in your collection made it cool. Um, And when I got back into collecting years ago, and I kind of saw some of the things that had changed, I was kind of like, why is this? What's the deal with this? And and really what I noticed, and, and look, we're for people who collect a little bit of everything because you see, I've got graded yeah. slabs and I've got raw books, but I think it should, we've taken the focus away from the real terms of value. And in that video that I was talking about is, let's say I'm an artist or a writer or a presser, and I'm trying to maximize the value of that book. You know, my options are to send it away to the grading company, but then I'm at the whim of what that grade comes back as or the color label or the turnaround time, the fair market value, like all these factors that are out of my control versus if I'm the artist, what if I could slab my own books and create my own digital experiences where I can offer my fans directly different options. And I can not just be a one-off event with a, with another company, but as an artist or again, a comic creator, I can become self-sufficient. Oh my God. Brother,
0: uh, artists, listen. Look, look, here's a free idea, artists. Imagine you get in these frames at cons, right? And basically, you could record yourself drawing the piece, and that's what you program into the thing. That'll be a, like, yo, look at this piece. So this is the one he was doing. This one. My God, come Let's on, go. guys, jump on it. I'm like, all on over this. I, I see more as well. There's a lot more potential than that. Uh, I'm, yeah, I he gave you that freebie. Look <laughs> how simple for you guys. To, sell an even better experience, maybe make some extra cake too, you know what I mean?
1: That's right. I did that with a couple of these books that I recently had signed by Dan Slott uh, at a local comic shop event. And personally, like if I have one or two books signed from someone, I'm happy. And so what I try to do at those events is get a few more books signed, and then we'll throw them into random orders for crafty customers, because you know it's going to make someone's day who maybe wouldn't have access to that experience. But for this round, what I did was I actually slabbed them myself, and I tied them to privately listed videos that just like you said, show Dan signing that book, right? It's got our conversation behind it. The artist can have the video of the art being created or maybe they can then for an additional charge, they have a personal shout out to that collector, right? right? Imagine oh. what, would you, what would I pay to have a, a video from Todd McFarlane saying, hey Dan, this piece is just for you. Here's the, here's kind of my thinking behind it. <laughs> and yeah, it's yo. something that only I can access via the link that yes. is tied to that physical collectible.
0: Yep. You know, I love the idea. We're working with
1: more people over here. And, and anyone who wants to work with us, please like message us on social, email us, and let's get the conversation going.
0: Yeah, I think this is really going to be very useful tool for cons. If you guys want to make something special, not, like you said, be beholden to that one-year possible wait time to get something graded. I mean, a friend of mine that I spoke to last night, just got his books, he said. I said, "Yeah, when did you send them in?" He goes, "Oh, about a year and a half ago." I said, "What? What?" Yeah. I'd be freaking out. I'd be calling them monthly, weekly, <laughs> like, "Yo, where's my book, son? Get it done." That's doing? right. I, I can't. I don't have the patience for this grading shit. I going to do exactly
1: what you're doing here. Let me make let me make my books look pretty, and they're mine. That's right. And no better conversation starters. When you have people over, they ask about it. it's fun to just share because again a part of the collecting oh. is just the shared experience of the look Alex how beautiful Ross covers. That looks! Yeah, look Always how beautiful come. that
0: looks. Look on that frame. Look at that yellow black with that with that red. Go on, yo. Brother, you on you got something special here. You well, thank you very it. much. I appreciate that. Ah bombass.
1: <laughs> look how awesome. great this stuff looks. Oh, man. And look, it's it's and it's and funny. We go back to value, right? Like that bombass one. That was a dollar dollar bin find at my local yeah. comic book shop that came with the And I just thought it was so cool. And it's Kirby artwork. And, and I don't care what I paid for it yeah. or what it's going for on eBay. It's Kirby, it's, baby. It's, yeah. it's fun. And because the frames, again, everything is just kind of screws and things. So it's really easy to open our displays if you want. You can swap out different books. You can even swap out different border colors. So yeah, you can like the border though. Frame, yeah, and get a border pack and swap out up to seven different colors and create Ooh. infinitely different looks. Words up to
0: seven mm-hmm. colors, nice. I'm digging here. I see what you did here. That's, that, it really pops with that background.
1: I see what you did, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, fun, fun tip, buddy. I learned this because again, I'm not a pro framer. Kind of this this whole thing just happened organically, but I did learn from a pro framer is if you're looking for a border color recommendation. Try yeah. to pair it with the third most dominant color on the cover artwork. Ah,
0: yeah, I'm yeah, seeing the... it. It's beautiful. It's a great blend. It looks really nice. Thank you very much. Yeah, and yeah it's yeah. fun again.
1: Fan photos when they send us stuff, we love love adding to oh, the gallery. Gosh. This is one of those Dan Slot books that I had gotten signed, and this is someone who sent me to let me know that they had found it in their order, so they were they were super psyched. Um, oh, that looks good though. Look at that. Yeah,
0: that looks so good. Look at. His... Folks, protect your stuff. Make it look good. You said, come, "Oh man, stop lying. Yeah, awesome.
1: No, I just uh, got into the Planet of the Apes books again, man. I love this series. I told you, I'm I'm a reader first, so I'm mainly into a lot of the indie stuff right now. So did you read the one that came out prior? That that was kind of like this
0: is the original way that it was intended. The film, a comic graphic novel, came out a couple years ago.
1: Cataclysm. Was it this? Was it it one that ends up tying in like Planet of the Planet of the Apes uh, and then Escape from Planet of the Apes? Like Beneath- yeah, it is boom. Yeah, it was boom. Second and yeah, third one. So yeah, I just I, I caught up on a bunch of series again. Dollar Dollar Bin finds on, on a good day, and you get into reading, and you go, oh man, these are Alex Ross covers too. Oh, let's let's take some photos of these too. Listen,
0: a lot of the dollar books that I used to see back in the day are now fifty. $60, $70 books. And I laugh when I see this. It. Like, oh, my God. It's literally a dollar. Yep. Not too long ago. Like, look at this. It's insane, the market. But, that's hey, that's nice. what it is. Oh, man, with Stan, son.
1: Yeah, so again, this is a great, uh, this is a fan photo where he he communicated with me all from like, hey, I'm at the convention, I'm getting this thing signed, I want to make sure I'm getting the right frame for it. So he sent me pictures all along the way from Mm -hmm. him, you know, meeting and getting it signed to there it is up on his wall.
0: And I hope he got that right frame and made these exclusive pictures. That's cool. (laughs) Wow, folks, you see this, all the good stuff. Visit, visit. Yeah, let me pop it off. Once yeah, more. but
1: now, now that I know that you're into the treasuries, uh, i got to make sure I'll send you uh, one of our, our treasury frames. Oh, man, that'd so I mean, be dope. Can display those.
0: I got the perfect one, too, the Barry Winslow Smith, the issue number
1: four, treasury okay. number four. Yeah, yeah the number one, uh, number one treasury book that fans get our frame for is the Ollie versus Superman one. Oh, man, yeah. That was
0: there, but I was limited on books, and not for nothing, I like uh, Conan's my shit. I couldn't say no. Conan's harder to find in the wild. I hadn't seen them before. I've seen that Alia Spidey many, many times, so I'll find it again, but the, the Conan number 19 and number 15, from 77 and 78, I hadn't seen those in the wild prior, so I was like, Excited. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and it's hard to find them in good shape because of how odd size they were. You know, people don't know what to do with them. They don't fit on shelves, and so now, yeah, they go right up on your wall and create fun mosaics.
0: Oh yeah, man, they had some shitty uh, uh, bags. I had an upgrade in the bags, and those are very expensive. And you know, it doesn't make them look good. So I would rather do something like this and and give them the love they deserve.
1: Yeah, and you know, we do talk to people about that, right? Like it's you could definitely go cheaper and go with something plastic from Amazon, you know, from overseas, but all of our products, again, it's museum-quality acrylic that we use. It's all 100% percent laser cut. so well, you figured out the them. acrylic. How did you even
0: figure that out? So, I mean, so, what, what was uh, that journey like, testing? Yeah, you? so that my partner, Jen,
1: again, she's got a lot of experience being the CEO of our healthcare uh, durable medical equipment company. Uh, so she's got experience in sourcing and kind of organizing and budgeting and so she was the one that reached out and found local you know, suppliers. And we did research into what was the, the best material. And uh, the one that we chose was TrueView. Nice. Uh, and it's funny because at a, at a Comic-Con that we did, we had a fan who we met day one and bought one of our slabs. He came back day two with a UV tester to our booth. And he said, okay, well, let's see if what you said yesterday is true.
0: Oh, and what? He Ew, really? T-
1: yeah, yeah. So like for a second, I'm like my my breath. I'm like my heart's pounding. I'm like, oh shit, I got faith, like, well, let's see what's going to happen right here. But sure, it didn't test at 99. Sure, shit enough, it tested at 100 percent UV Oof. protected. Now Ooh. again, don't advertise that as that, but that was a fun experience. We did post that video on Instagram of the fan doing it himself, and you can see the result. And and that was definitely uh, hopefully
0: he said, oh snap, or something like wow. shook <laughs> your hand, gave you a hug. Yeah. Calm you down. I know you were there, probably celebrating like you hit a touchdown at the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So yeah more bro. worry about light damage fading because that's the biggest issue that collectors have. Yes. Is why they want their things to sit in a box, which I totally understand. You want to preserve the quality of it, but yeah. now you don't have to sacrifice those companies.
0: I listen. I was in South Carolina once, and I had the opportunity to buy that the the that Flash cover, the famous cover of him and the old Flash. You know, yep. the, the first time they broke the wall. I was about to buy. They wanted a hundred dollars for it, but what was the problem? They had it near a window all this Mm. time, and man, that cover just—it was like, nah, not even worth. I'm not spending a hundred dollars to look at something that is semi-faded already. Looks
1: horrible. There's no way I would have been able to be restored the way that that sun damage. Yeah, it's it's a shame when you see that. And, you know, personally, like uh, I had a a buddy who sent books away uh, to get graded and he came back with one that was restored. And I guess there's some microscopic change that no one could ever see unless you have very industrial machinery but the book displays beautifully. Or, or you ever see that thing where it, it's graded this, but it, it's really, it, it displays much better or presents much better. Right. And then what are we talking about, right? It's either, exactly. either the number means something or it It doesn't. It doesn't. And then we have a lot more options. We have more independence, more freedom, more creativity. And I think that's what it's about. And, and go back to hopefully the good old days. Come on. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was just fun. And like now, again, I, you see a lot of the content that's out there and it's just like a disappointment or people wanting to be disappointed because the disappointed unboxings get more clicks. Right. But it's. I was watching this video of a guy, all true. these ASM 129s, and he's just pulling them out, and he's upset about all of them. And I'm like, I will take any of those copies, that <laughs> have, right? Get like, my address, like, homie. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that in my collection. Like, and it just got me thinking. Like, remember when it was just cool to have the thing, and like oh. we could determine our own value. And and look, I do understand in in doing the research and looking at you know why the grading companies came to fruition back in the day when it was necessary to centralize things because people didn't have access to any information in their phone instantly, right? Where we could compare photos of signatures or we could ask our peers in social media groups, their opinions, or we could do our own research. Like things have changed. And so for that reason, I think it's time that our collecting mentalities maybe change a little bit too. And and we try to get back to, to how it was when it was just more,
0: you know, open and, and fun. Yeah, exactly. Stop the bickering, folks, and just get back to the fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, man, the collectibility. That's what I was doing. Shit. It was good stuff. <laughs> All right. But, folks, this is what you got to do. Dan's the man. For real. He, he got wonderful product out there. Crafty Comics on both Facebook and Instagram. I'm sharing the links below as well. You can just go ahead and click away. You know, and show the love. Support an amazing, uh, up and coming, you know, in the career like this, that that's bringing us to business now, what's next for crafty? Are, are you have anything up your sleeve? Are you going to be at any conventions where people could maybe buy these right off your hands?
1: What, what's popping? Yeah. Great question. So uh, we haven't really been focused on the convention schedule for this year. And that's only because we've wanted to keep up with and keep fulfillment times down for our online orders. We are mainly online focused and, and social media just Growing from our posts and, and word of mouth. And because our products are so customizable, it becomes hard to stock all the options at a physical event when you're there because people might want different sizes or border colors or backings. Uh, we did have the opportunity to do a few local cons last year. Like uh, we did Vegas Amazing Con, we did LA Con, like I mentioned. Um, but for right now, what we are trying to build is, as I kind of had alluded to before, is just this network of relationships. with other professionals and and other people who are trying to be creative like us too. And I'm not saying I have all the answers. Like, I don't know what to do with, you know, some of the trolls and, and the spec books that are hot for no reason. And, you know, long-term investments in grades. I know, I don't know what to do with, with all of the craziness, but I think sometimes people, they get, they don't know where to start because it just feels like all it's all too much. Right. And yeah. like people get afraid to express what they think is cool or their opinion because they're afraid of being publicly shamed. Right. And yeah, so man. people love what they love, man. You
0: gotta They stop love that. they
1: love what they love. And it, it, it's just it, it's gotten so so crazy. But I think if we work together, you know, as a community and maybe if you're a presser out there. Right. And you want to offer something unique to your customers instead of sending stuff away. How about you do a page by page walkthrough of the book talking about every specific condition of it before it's pressed or after it's pressed? Oh, I, I actually, it's someone book. wrote a book about pressing. That's right.
0: Weeks and all that. so I, I see yeah, more I, people I
1: getting it. into it all the time, right? So we just want to work with more people that are looking to be creative and and to become more self-sufficient. Uh, we are working and kind of talking to a number of artists and writers out there currently who who have our products we're kind of going through. We, we do have a proposal too. So if anyone's interested in reviewing our proposal for how you could work with us and how you could essentially create your own good, better, and best models to offer your audiences these unique digital experiences that are tied to physical collectibles, uh, just hit us up. Uh, more than happy to, to send it on over to anyone.
0: You hear this, folks? So, uh, you got a, a business brain, you got something going on, and you serious. ain't no games. You know, you see the man serious, making things pop. And when you create a, that, that network, that worldwide web of community, you know, with a positive mission at hand, contact Dan, all right? Again, let me show you one last time. Facebook and Instagram at Crafty Comics with an I,
1: -I Comics. And don't be stressed if you're just a a one-person show too. Like I was talking to a a successful artist that I follow on Instagram the other day who uh, originally kind of said no to our proposal and in having a few email exchanges back and forth, you know, turned it into a, hey, let's talk because just like me, everyone's hustling. Right. Everyone's working as hard as they can. And sometimes it feels like you got so many plates spit in the air that you couldn't possibly do one more thing. Um, and that's when, when I told them, I, I've got a five thousand square foot facility to work with and, and I've got a team and we've got fulfillment capabilities. But but your art adds the value. You know, I, I can only create unique preservation, you know, tools and experiences. I'm not an artist, I'm not a comic creator, right? Those, that's really what should be driving the value, not some third party company's opinion and, and faceless grader where you'll never get transparency into their thought process. Like the real value is driven from the creators and the collectible itself. And, and once we started talking about that, it's like, okay, let's talk and figure out how we can fill in each other's our our gaps, right? And yeah. so I would encourage anyone, don't feel like you're you're too small or you're you're too busy as it is like let's just get the conversation going and and see if we can't do something you know exciting together.
0: It, the, and that is so the truth cuz that's everything begins with a conversation. You know ideas, you know an exchange, you know that frequency, that energy. When that connects it's a wrap folks, it's some real shit. You got to listen to the man. He's talking some real business. All right? So all right, great. So thank you for your time then. I appreciate you talking to us, talking about your products. No, please focus again. The link is below. Make sure to show the love. Support the man, Dan, and the company. All right. And again, if you are an entrepreneur with with, with a vision as well, and, and you're thinking maybe, hey, you know, you gotta need to build your web. Dan is the man for you right here. Crafty comics with an eye. Thank you everybody for tuning in. I appreciate you. Check out Mike's and the family undercover capes, you know, all the amazing shows like outside the panels, the friend say, no prize podcast, old timers comic book show. And oh wait, K-pop Cosmo. Right, yeah, we even have more than that. Exactly. We got it popping folks. Alright? And with that, I'm out. I thought Wepa. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at undercovercaves.com. And also make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.